else off the cuff is that sometimes life gets to be too much and maybe you felt that I'm recording because today I just want to talk about when life gets to be too much there's too much to do there's too much to think about there's too much responsibility there's too much stress there's too much emotion there are too many things that um, have to be done today there's too much urgency life just gets to be too much I think that's a big deal I know it is in my life and one of the hard things is figuring out how to deal with the too much of life and I was doing some writing and some thinking and consideration and these aren't finalized thoughts they're thoughts that I'm still working on but I know sometimes it can feel like for me that life is out of control and I like I like control I like to feel like things are stable and consistent I don't like inconsistency I don't mind surprises but I don't like disruption and if you've been over to uh, leaddiff.com I've got an article over there called the uh, four D's and it's about uh, being disoriented then distracted then disrupted and ultimately when we're disoriented distracted and disrupted we end up being derailed and I've had too many times in my life where I've been derailed and usually it has to do with my weakness for emotionalism the tendency to have uh, an over an over excess of emotion so today I'm Russ off the cuff uh, you as I've said can go check out leaddiff.com and read the 4D's article got a little video there an experiment with a video that I think lays out the 4d's in greater depth uh, than might otherwise be done uh, in a writing even and um, but if you're sitting thinking laying down maybe feeling worn out maybe you're driving the car you're in a hurry to get somewhere because the day is over packed maybe there is a decision that you need to make and you're overthinking Maybe a lot is coming at you and you're overreacting. Maybe you're overwhelmed. Then you're in the right place because I've been in all those positions. And during the pandemic, uh, during all the stress, it gets really tough. There's a great article I read about how difficult it is at home right now. And that home was never meant to be all the things that home currently is. Home was never meant to be the place that you educate your kids, play with your kids, go on dates if you're married. Home was never meant to be everything. The movie theater, um, the game night place, uh, everything. And what is happening to me and I think a lot of people I'm talking to is we're just beginning after seven months of enduring the pandemic and all related issues, wildfires, hurricanes, we're just beginning to realize our homes are overloaded. And handling the overload of home is another thing that makes it feel like it's too much. Maybe you think, maybe you feel that parenting is getting to be too much because you're the teacher, you're the parent, you're the friend, you're the activities coordinator, the doctor, you know, and uh, it just gets, it gets to be challenging. And I think anybody out there who's a parent can relate, and if you're a professional, single, uh, dating right now, uh, and I know that single is not always a great word because it's not like you're single, you have friends and you have family, but not being attached to a particular partner at the time uh, 
uh, it can become overwhelming in that regard as well because the people that you might typically be able to interact with that are your friends, it's not so easily easy to interact with them. And so life can get to be too much emotionally. We can see our dating and, 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 and potential marriage life flashing before our eyes. We get older in life. We're not going to the doctor with regularity or the dentist. We're trying to be a little more thoughtful, a little more reticent to jump out there and to keep our exposure to any potential viruses low. And so we're not even doing those kind of things. We can begin to worry about our health and, and wonder if we're reacting the right thing. We can get allergies, and I, know I do. And, and then you start going and saying to yourself, is that, is that, is that COVID-19? You know, the old uh, boutique, I'm tired, I got a sniffle, is an itchy throat. Uh, it's terrible that we have to be in this environment. Uh, mask and buying new mask, washing mask. Again, it can get to be too much uh, if you're in school and whether it's high school or college and you're online uh, for multiple hours or at work online for multiple hours, it can get to be too much. And so today, I'm just talking a little bit about when life is too much. Uh, I was going to look this up, but I decided not to and just go from memory. Lyndon Johnson, I've got a number of, uh, of, of books of history about Lyndon Johnson. Uh, one of the best is Master of the Senate when he was in the Senate. Uh, another good one say it's great is Indomitable Will. The Indomitable Will. That's about Lyndon Johnson. Doris Kern Goodwins has a shorter book that she normally writes about Lyndon Johnson. It's pretty good. She worked for Lyndon Johnson. Then there are um, the number of, uh, there's a movie with Woody Harrelson out there somewhere. I can't remember who produced it, but uh, it's about LBJ. The thing about LBJ that I remember in history is that he could have run for a second term he won his first term. Uh, of course, initially he took over for Kennedy after the assassination. Then he won his first term in one of the great landslide victories of the presidency uh, against Barry Goldwater. Um, and then uh, after that, the, the Vietnam War unraveled on him at the same time that he was putting forward some of the most comprehensive and groundbreaking legislation for civil rights. Now, I consider LBJ, Lyndon Billings Johnson, one of the great great presidents, but the Vietnam War part has diminished him, so he is not considered one of the great, great presidents because of all of the complexity, let's say complexity, uh, the falsification of information, the lack of uh, straightforward communication, the deaths of people that was seen to be at the time perhaps need, needed, but as time evolved, needless and eventually the protest and the critiques wore him down and he decided not to run for the presidency. It became too much. And that's what I remember. A, a guy, a man who was uh, being a great president with regard to civil rights and domestic uh, work. He had his, um, his legislation he put forward to take care of the poor. That was a pretty extensive, the Great Society, which many have critiqued, but it had a lot of positives to it. The Vietnam War, though, it edged out all of the good he had done. And he was getting so much criticism, so much opposition, that it came too much. How are you feeling today? I know for me, different days, it just feels like there's too much. So I thought a lot about that. And one of the things I want to do today
today is go to the spiritual because sometimes I believe life travels and moves at four levels. Intellectual, our mind. Emotional, our heart. Physical, our body. But then there's this fourth one, which is spiritual. You can call it soul if you want to. There are a lot of different people with a lot of different beliefs. But from a Christian perspective, which I come from, it's the soul. It's the spiritual part of our life, the spirit. And I think that's where we get psychic pain. That's where we get that pain that thinking a lot won't take care of, that trying to manage emotions with meditation and stress management won't take care of, that working out the body and exercising to burn off the stress won't take care of. There's a soul or psychic pain that I think occurs in the very depths of who we are when life gets to be too much. It's what makes us want to quit. I think it's responsible for a lot of people deciding that marriage is too much, that raising kids is too much, that living in a particular area that's expensive is too much, or living in an area that's not diverse enough is too much, that the um, violence that goes on in America today um, all different, in all different kinds of ways is too much, that racism is too much, misogyny is too much. It, it gets to be the point where it's too much. And what we want to do is sort of learn from Lyndon Mays Johnson that you can get to a place where it's too much, but we don't want to quit. And I'm not saying that he, he deciding not to run for the presidency didn't mean he quit life, but he made some choices. And so I thought, you know, one of the things that I've got to do is make good choices because life can be too much. In Exodus 18, in verse 18, if you're familiar with the scriptures, the voice translation, it says this, it's advice that, that um, Moses, and many of you may be familiar with Moses from the Ten Commandments, if you're not much of a Bible reader or anything, maybe you Charles Destin in the Ten Commandments movie, but Moses, later on, after all that took place in the movie, there was more to, to, more to, more to do and more to talk about. Moses' father-in-law, Moses was married, of course, and his father-in-law came to him and saw how much he was doing for the nation of Israel, and he said, it's too much. It's just too much. You've got to, you've got to change how you do things. And this is a reading of it. Exodus 18, 18. The responsibility is just too much. You are going to wear yourself out. Not only that, you're going to wear out the people too. You can't do it all by yourself can't do it all by yourself. You know, it's an interesting parallel to draw to Michael Jordan. And if you saw the movie, the series, TV series on, um, called The Last Dance, B.J. Armstrong has one of the great quotes. I don't have it on me right now, but one day I'll do a, I'll do a, do a Russ Off the Cuff or a podcast somewhere about it. He said about Jordan that at a certain point, Jordan stopped playing the game and started finishing the game. He said, he, B.J. Armstrong said he, said he let his teammates play the game in the first three quarters. And then in the fourth quarter, Michael saw it as his job to finish, to win the game. I think part of dealing with life being too much is understanding what Jordan figured out. I can't play maximum in the first quarter, maximum in the second quarter, maximum in the third quarter, maximum in the fourth quarter. Can't do it in all four quarters. So I've got to pick quarters. And it's very interesting because I think Jethro is telling Moses, hey, you're in the same boat. You are doing too much. 
And you've got to get your teammates, you've got to get your friends, your family, you got other people to do things, or you just have to step away and not do it like Lyndon Johnson did. In 1 Kings 19.7, there's a guy named Elijah who went through a really emotional time. The angel of the Lord came back a second time and touched him and said, get up and eat, for the journey is too much for you. 1 Kings 19.7, and that's in the NIV. Now, here's what I found really interesting about that. Elijah had had tremendous victories in chapter 18. And again, if you're not much of a Bible reader, these are cool stories that you can go back and look at and true stories, true accounts of the leaders in the Bible who led differently. And again, you can go to leaddiff.com and you can find out all about leading different. That's my site where I write about that. But he says the journey is too much. So with Moses, the amount of leadership he was trying to provide was causing him to do too much. With Elijah, the emotion of the journey to come, in this case, God's destiny for his life, if you don't believe in God, you can just say destiny. But that force that is the driver in our lives, which people who are Christians like me believe is God, but many of us know as destiny or fate, it was driving him to a certain path. And the Bible says, that for him to travel on that journey, it was too much for him in his own strength. He had to do some things to get ready. And one of the things that, that he would learn from the angel was that he had to eat and he had to sleep because it was too much. Nehemiah is another great leader in the Bible and it says, but Judah said, the strength of the burden bearers is failing and there's too much rubbish so that we're unable to work on the wall. Nehemiah was being told by people who didn't totally trust his leadership and saying, you're not going to get this done. It's just too much. It's just way too much. You're not going to be able to get it done. You know, as I was contemplating Moses, Elijah, and Nehemiah, I thought to myself, wow, it's true. You can get to the point in life where it's just too much. And so what I want to do over the next days um, after I publish this quick uh, podcast is be able to talk a little bit about be doing too much, how we can handle too much, how we can handle the too much that comes to us. And the biggest thing I want to leave you with is really, uh, it's real important that we don't quit, that we don't, you know, sit down and say, life's too much, I'm going to quit everything. You may say, well, Lyndon Johnson quit. Well, the question I ask is, did Lyndon Johnson quit or did Lyndon Johnson have self-awareness and realize to go on would be devastating? He had already had a heart attack. To go on would be devastating and end his life. And did Lyndon Johnson do the smart thing for America, the smart thing for himself, and say it's time for someone else to take over? We're going to talk more about this, but for today, Russ off the cuff. Don't forget to check out leaddiff.com. But for today, Russ off the cuff. I'm leaving with this when life is just too much. And I'll be giving you more on that later on. Have a wonderful week. And we'll be talking for sure.